I'm Pastor Brian Paulson, and this is The Message. Thank you for listening here in Libertyville, in Lake County, or around the world. Center your heart now through the prayer for illumination, listen deeply to Holy Scripture, and then let God's Word speak to you through the voice of our pastoral resident, Kim Mendoza. Please bow your head and join me in the prayer of illumination. Guide us, O God, by your word and spirit, that in your light we may see light, in your truth and freedom, and in your will discover your peace. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, amen. The first scripture reading this morning is from the book of Exodus, chapter 33, verses 12 through 23. Moses said to the Lord, Look, you've been telling me, lead these people forward but you haven't told me whom you will send with me. Yet you've assured me, I know you by name and think highly of you. Now if you do think highly of me, show me your ways so that I may know you and so that you may really approve of me. Remember too that this is your people. The Lord replied, I'll go myself and I'll help you. Moses replied, if you won't go yourself, don't make us leave here. Because how will anyone know that we have your special approval, both I and your people, unless you go with us? Only that distinguishes us, me and your people, from every other people on the earth. The Lord said to Moses, I'll do exactly what you've asked me because you have my special approval, and I know you by name. Moses said, please show me your glorious presence. The Lord said, I'll make all my goodness pass in front of you, and I'll proclaim before you the name the Lord. I will be kind to whomever I wish to be kind, and I will have compassion to whomever I wish to be compassionate. But the Lord said, You can't see my face because no one can see me and live. The Lord said, Here is a place near me where you will stand beside the rock. As my glorious presence passes by, I'll set you in a gap in the rock, and I'll cover you with my hand until I've passed by. Then I'll take away my hand, and you will see my back but my face won't be visible. This ends the reading of the first scripture. In our gospel reading this morning,
Well, good morning. I invite you this morning to come with me on Memory Lane, Memory Road. I'm going to invite you into a story. It was a chilly February morning in the city of Austin, Texas. <laughs> it's not the punchline. <laughs> the year was 2022. My good friend and classmate James was helping me unload my luggage as he dropped me off at Austin Bergstrom Airport. I was traveling for a second interview with a church in a very cold area. Very cold. <laughs> Have a good trip, Kim, he said to me. Who knows, this might be your next home. I looked at him and laughed. Well, I don't know about that. You see, a month prior to this scene, I had filled out an application for a church position in a suburb unbeknownst to me at the time. The dean of students at the seminary had encouraged me to fill out the application, even though it was due the next day. You never know, Kim, she said. At this point in my life, back in 2022, I had various conversations with my professors about pursuing a PhD in biblical studies. My eyes were on academia and becoming a professor. Pastoral ministry was the last thing on my radar. I interviewed with churches just in case, something I did not normally do. Maybe you have been in a similar, similar position, facing the unknown, open to any sign from God. High school seniors, if there are any this morning, filling out app college applications, you might relate. I can imagine you are all faithfully waiting with your family to see where God will guide you next. Even more personally, here at this church, already we're back to stewardship season, where we examine budgets and try to cast vision and faith. We all have our hopes, our choices, and yet only time and the unfolding of life can tell. And in these moments, we are like Moses, maybe may saying to God, show me, God, show me something. This morning, we have a front row seat to Moses' pleading with God in chapter 33, near the end of the book of Exodus. In the book of Exodus, where we explore the relationship between God and God's people, Moses acts as a mediator between the people of Israel and God, and we remember the irony of God calling Moses to be a mouthpiece for God because Moses has a speech impediment. Nonetheless, by this point, they have developed quite an intimate relationship. Here in our passage today, Moses is shown to be very comfortable. One might read this passage with a demanding tone. Moses pleads with God, saying, If you really think highly of me, show me your ways so that I may know you and so that you may really approve of me. And God assures Moses, I'll go with you. Of course, that's not the answer Moses wants. Moses needs more. Moses pleads again, show me your glorious presence. Show me. And commentators explain when Moses pleads for God to show God's glorious presence, Moses is referring to the face of God or the presence of God no longer enveloped by the cloud or the fire as seen early in the story of Exodus. Moses exclaims, uncover yourself to me, God. Take away the barrier between you and I. And perhaps we can empathize with Moses in this moment. 
Moses is asking for reassurance because for Moses, to see God uncovered gives a sense of validation. We all need a sign to know it's safe to proceed from time to time, right? It's only human for us to desire to feel or to know that God is present with us, especially when seeking clarity or waiting for time to tell. And for the rest of the passage, Moses is quiet. The Lord answers in verses 19 to 23, promising that goodness will surround them. God will be kind and compassionate, but you can't see my face, the Lord says. The Lord proceeds to give Moses details around how they will know that God is with them. God says, I'll set a gap in the rock and I'll cover you with my hand until I've passed. I'll take away my hand and you will see my back, but my face won't be visible. One might say that here God sets a boundary with Moses. God assures Moses and, gives, and even gives an alternative, saying there will be a gap in the rock and that's how you will know. Very specific instructions, but... God says, my face won't be visible. The one thing Moses asks for, God says, my face won't be visible. And some might read this and see this as the classic lesson of God's ways being higher than our understanding. And yes, that is a very valid interpretation. And perhaps there is more to the story. Perhaps this story is a story that teaches us to have faith in God through one another. Biblical scholars reason that God hides God's face for the sake of preserving God's mystery. Terence Fretham explains, for God to be fully present would be coercive. Faith would be turned into sight and humankind could not but believe. God's presence can't be obvious. There must be an element of ambiguity such that disbelief remains possible. The mystery of God's face leaves room for us to be creative with our creator. Perhaps we can see the mystery of God's face as an opportunity to look around us and find God's faith in one another. I started my sermon off with a story. <clears throat> I'll pick up where I left off now. I got off the plane with no expectations but with an open heart. My phone goes off and I am instructed to look for a man with a sign. A man with a sign. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was told this man was the best tour guide in town. And lo and behold, I step outside into the cold with my one layer on. <laughs> and there the guy is with a clipboard and a paper with my name on it. He enthusiastically greets me and introduces himself as Connie Kowal. <laughs> Spoiler alert! This is the story of how I came to First Presbyterian Church here in Libertyville as your pastoral resident, the first one. This is me confessing that I did not come into this position thinking I'd actually become a pastor. The reality is, ministry is not easy like many occupations, but please do not misunderstand this as a complaint. The reality is my time here is almost done and a new resident will come next year. But this is not a reflection for myself, 
but rather a reflection of the fruit of this congregation's faith and investment. Because of this congregation's faithful decision to create this pastoral residency position, I have been given a gift to see all the various angles of ministry, the good, the messy, the sorrow, the joy. It's been a safe and treasured space for me as a pastor to have many Moses moments asking God, show me, show me your face, God, when I felt uncertain about my call. And God continues to answer my call in various ways. I see the face of God during deacon meetings when 50-plus deacons listen intently to one another's prayer requests no matter how late it is. I realize in that moment God's face has compassionate eyes, joyful smiles, conviction when prayer, when praying for change. I see the face of God on Sunday nights with our youth and youth leaders when we play our favorite game, Romans and Christians. I see the face of God on their faces when they are granted a jailbreak. I see the face of God when I have watched our youth shine in their extracurricular activities that I've been honored to attend. God's face is composed during a dance concert. It is engaging during a musical theater production. I see the face of God in our choir when I know they are singing a favorite song and they sing with gladness. The trust in their eyes as they watch their director intently. I see the face of God during our Love Every Neighbor events hosted by our care team. I see the face of God as we all seek to understand one another, as we all dare to ask questions or express ourselves hoping to be changed through conversation. There was a moment last year when I was homesick after a trip seeing friends. However, I felt God's face beaming at me when I walked into my office and found this sign framed on my desk. This was the sign that Connie greeted me with at the airport on that very chilly morning. <clears throat> so when I walked into my office and I saw this, God showed me that this was, in fact, where I was called to be for the next two years, and I was doing what I was called to do. This was just one of the many intentional acts of love that I have experienced because of the love present in this church. So what I'm trying to get at, friends, is that I have seen the face of God in all of you. I have seen this church be the face of God to this community, and I pray today that you do too. It is my prayer that you all see the gifts of this church, that you all see that this church is a church where gifts are grown and nurtured by a loving community of faith. Nonetheless, the face of God is not only seen in these celebratory happy moments. The face of God is present in our pursuit of joy in the midst of trials. And I've listened to some of your stories and even take part in some. And what I've noticed is that in times of hardship especially, in times of grief and loss and hard diagnosis, people turn to their church family here to see the face of God. 
Our theme for the stewardship campaign is share joy, but perhaps we might even go further and say invest in joy because the story of this community here at First Presbyterian Church was not built on one moment of generosity, but rather years and lifetimes of people faithfully giving their time, talent, and money to this church so that future generations might also see God's face and experience firsthand the gospel. That joy does, in fact, come in the morning. That the end of our Christian faith story is not death, but life and resurrection. The mystery will always remain, and the truth is God's face will never be completely known. And in the midst of the mystery, joy will always find us by surprise, we hope. However, maybe today we can lean into that mystery, lean into our faith in God by looking around us by seeing the face of another and allowing ourselves to be compelled by the journey towards joy in our life together as siblings in Christ. To the God of all grace who calls you to share God's eternal glory and the union with Christ be the power forever. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening on our podcast or through our YouTube playlist of sermons. Be sure to forward this message to someone who you believe is seeking God's word today.